Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Bantam Unit Podcast with me, Reece Saunders. Joining me to look through the year of 2020 for football is Carl Pierce. Hello. And on his final warning, Liam Hall. My boys, my boys. It is good to be back with you today. I've, I've had a babies and I am chipper as a young lad. Just rub it in. <laughs> just, just, just rubbing it in. Um, so you want... I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh yeah. So no, we're here to look back on the year of 2020, the year of so many, many good things. Mm. I mean, one of the best years of my life. This has been this year. Um, <laughs> I think you've been living in a different year to everyone else, mate. Um, oh, what, God, what's not to like? I've been in my house for three months. I couldn't see anybody. <laughs> um, I, I had to go everywhere with a mask on my face. Really? I had to keep washing. I had to keep washing my hands. Um, I, I, I got shouted out for being within two feet of people. I couldn't cough. Um, and yeah, I've I've had a really good year. How about you? What's happened? I, 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 don't, I don't think anything's changed really, has it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm used to wearing a mask. So. That's because your mum told you you're ugly, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the bag in the corner of my room now. Some bad memories. <laughs> Liam, what, what's it like looking like Slapjack? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, mean I, I wish I looked like Slapjack. Jesus Christ! I mean, at least he has, at least he has bloody muscles. I, I look like the elephant, elephant man. No, 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 no. You look like a deflated man. <laughs> oh, you won't like the you won't like the claim from the Shawshank Redemption Family Guy parody. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we're recording this after Christmas, so that'd be nice there. Liam, how was your Christmas, good sir? Oh, it, it was it was nice, thank you. We had um, we, we had a family friend over for, for a bubble, and it was nice to be with her, um, with them. And yeah, it was just a really nice time to be a family. So um, yeah, what, 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 what about you guys? Carl? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I went and visited mum and dad, and my sister was there. Um, we're all in the same bubble, so don't panic, people. And yeah, you know, a nice, quiet family Christmas. I don't remember my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get you get into that age now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 nothing aided it there was no drinking of any alcoholic substance that might have hindered my memory oh god I, I, oh I, I, no I of course not Jesus Christ. no i got no i got a, i got a viking drinking horn for christmas so i decided to test that out a little bit by drinking <laughs> an insane amount of alcohol. <laughs> and yeah i suffered for it for the for the for the next two days fucking <laughs> <Get> our race <laughs> but I never, I never used to get hangover, so I, I can remember, I can remember going out for my twenty third, and I got absolutely paralytic drunk. I watched, and then I went out for WrestleMania the, the day after, absolutely fine. It was, <laughs> it was when I woke up Boxing Day with the driest of mouths, and I fell out of my bed, and I was there going, water, water, say like fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I I crawled to my bedroom door, opened it, and all I see my brother looking at my brother looking at me, going, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, "Water!" So yeah, that that was my boxing day. 
And then the twenty, and then even twenty seventh, I was struggling. But no, I'm back. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm not gonna remember what's gonna happen after here. Because what I'm gonna do later, boys, is I'm gonna venture into the living room for a bit of a party. Oh You're wow! Not surely not. <laughs> I, I might even venture to the kitchen. <gasps> wow, the kitchen. That's You're like brave, a man. That's like uh, go to another country these days. Go into the kitchen. Do you know what? I might, I might put my mask on just in case. <laughs> I would, I would. But no, yes. <laughs> but no, take all jokes. So twenty twenty has been a really shit year, but mm. for us all, uh, that is hoping that twenty twenty one will be a better one. But um, we, as always, talk about Premier League fixtures uh, over the past over the Christmas period. Then we're going to have uh, end of year awards where we're going to talk about the best player, worst player, best team, worst team, most improved player, and so on. And then Liam has picked a topic for us to do, which is what is our bold predictions for 2021. So um, we'll get cracking first, guys, if I may, with my sorry excuse of a team. <laughs> Have the floor, mate. Right. So um, we'll start. We'll start with the the the, the happy times. No, no, no. We'll finish with the happy. We'll finish with the happy times. Because I'm, I'm a positive man. We'll start with the 29th of December. West Brom at home to Leeds United. I'm thinking, oh, here we go. We've got a good result, and we can press on against Leeds. They've been a bit stop-start all season. Maybe they could be there for the taking. No, we were there for the taking. We got sp- not even spanked. We got. I, I can't say the word because this is because uh, it's wrong. But we got destroyed <laughs> five nil by Leeds United at home. Uh, it all started with one of the greatest home goals I've ever seen. It was pure <laughs> genius, to be fair. But, I mean, I, <laughs> I was watching it and. So, Romain Sawyer has got the ball. Matt Phillips is in the middle of the park with nobody around him. But what Sawyer does is he doesn't look. Passes it 25 yards back to the goalkeeper, who's nowhere near his line. <laughs> and I just, and, and Carl and Liam can attest to what I said. I just, I think the message, no, I just sent laughing faces to them. <laughs> because I was just in that awe and shock. It really is. I think, I I think it's think the best I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I've seen better ones. Tony Popovich against Portsmouth springs to mind immediately. But uh, with the scorpion kick to the corner, it's brilliant. But this one... I've seen that one. Oh, you have to watch it. But I remember just watching it. I just went, what? No. Surely no. (laughs) Oh, you absolute bellend. (laughs) And I started laughing. But... I mean, so we're thinking, right, 1-0 down, we'll get back into this. No, it just didn't happen. We put 11 men behind the ball, and Leeds scored. Leeds are falling up by half time. Goes by, man of the match, Alioski, Harrison scoring as well, and Rodrigo scoring, putting 4-0 up. And I'm just thinking, oh, here we go. So, thinking second half, 4-0 down, are we going to bring them Pereira? <laughs> no, we take off Matt Phillips and bring on Branislav Ivanovic. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's take off a winger for a centre-half. It didn't work because we, we conceded again. 5-0. Um, we, we offered no attacking threat at all. We were absolute dog shit in this game. And we had a, we kind of had a heated debate on a little group sort of thing. And we say, saying, oh, we need a quality striker. We don't. We need, we need more quality than the striker because we can have a quality striker. 
and he could do all, he could score as many goals as he possibly can for another team. He comes to the Albion, he's going to find himself <laughs> alone, isolated, following COVID nineteen restrictions basically from the West Bridge Albion team because he will not get the ball. And but I was thinking of like when you were playing Liverpool and Carl and Grant had that broke free and had that chance. Uh, you know, a, re- a good striker would have put those chances away. But mm. Carl and Grant's effort, oh god, it was so so feeble and pathetic. And it's a man devoid of confidence because let's be honest, I can't see in that Albion team right now where the, there's there's no confidence in them. And the fact that Big Sam's been brought in to go, oh, here we go, we've got a man who's never been relegated for the Premier League. Yes, mate, records are made to be broken. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be broken, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, we're eight points, safe, eight points from safety. Eight points from safety already. And, and we've got eight points. And we've only, we've got, we've conceded, we've got minus 24 goal difference. We've won one game all season against a team bottom of the table, which we shouldn't have even won that game because we were piss poor and we got lucky. And we got swept aside by Leeds, as I said, which was stop-start. But I want to praise Leeds big time. I think they, they just played absolutely incredible. They were relentless. They kept going and going and going and going and going. And, yeah, I'm just... I'm... I'm I'm finding it hard to be positive about them. However, I will be now. Liverpool, we were fucking excellent. First you probably should have won it. First half, let's not talk about the first half because it was short. Second half, <laughs> that was a team. That was a team who wanted to play, who wanted their place in the Premier League. That was a team that played for the manager, played for each other, played for the badge, played for the shirt. And we should have won. Carly Great, yes, should have scored a scene, but big semi Johnny, who I think has been one of our better players this season. Um, and I'm, I, I don't think he'll be there come next season because I, I think Premier League teams should be sniffing around him. Same, same with Sam Johnston, same with Pereira and all that. But um, <clears throat> why couldn't we take that second half performance with the same team that we played Liverpool with and take it to Leeds? Because no, no offence to Leeds, they're nowhere near as good as Liverpool. No, it doesn't make sense, a lot of these things, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, one thing I will say about these, I think they actually performed, I think they played a lot better than Liverpool did on that day, which is nothing oh, to take away your performance. Big time. I, I but, agree. Yeah. But I also think, against Liverpool, you were so organised, like, you weren't leaving any spaces between anyone when you when you were sitting back. Right, against Leeds, there was just spaces popping up like here and there, and they just—I think they just really exploited you, and it was really unfortunate. They did. Um, I mean, it was—it was hard to see who the home team was in that game. It really was. It was, mm. was especially the home team. And I'm sorry, but when you put ten men behind the bloody ball at home, you, for me, you've lost the game already. And um, it was really telling the fact that you lost five 0 to Leeds, and you sat back, and you didn't get a single yellow card. Oh, well, hey! hey. <laughs> I know what you mean. But it was just pathetic. But I, I, I do want to say this, though, um, before we move on from, from, from this. I want to talk about Karen Carney. Just a, just a quick bit about her. Uh, Karen Carney made a comment saying Leeds only won the only got promoted because of coronavirus. It, the break of the season helped them. And they've only got promoted because of it. Right. And then Leeds responded. Now, if that was a man who made those comments, i.e., let's say, Roy Keane, Micah Richards, Neville. If they made those comments, yeah, nobody would bat an eyelid at Leeds' response. Yeah? Yeah. However, she made them, Leeds respond, 
And the fact is that the Leeds owner, he's not defending his club and defending what she said, says a lot about it. And I'm really getting pissed off with it now. Because bad punditry is not gender-specific. No. You can be a woman and make a shit opinion. And to be honest, yeah, Leeds have every right to defend themselves. I.e., a man makes a shit opinion and that team then has a right to defend themselves. It is not gender-specific. And I'm sorry, yeah, it, it just, it just, it's pathetic. I disagree to a certain extent. Just, and hear me out, this is just my devil's advocate. She, I mean, it's a stupid fucking comment. But I don't think, I don't think a social media team should be slagging out pundits and and because I I think it, it, kind of, it, 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 it encourages a, like on online abuse towards them. It doesn't matter Wait. if they're male or female. But, I can't think of a time that it's happened with male like pundits. But that but this the but this is the thing though. It's it does happen. I've seen it before. People are absolutely slagging off Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, Red Nab. When is it, when is the Twitter account ever responded? Well, they, they always respond to it. They always say, "Oh, they, they put on there." I'm just saying because it's a woman. That's what it feels like. It's a woman. Yeah, it's just it's... been highlighted more because it's a woman. Yeah. But it, it does. I, I promise you, it does happen, Liam. And, I, 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 nobody, I nobody likes Gary Neville, so they don't care if he gets abused to hell. But <laughs> I mean, it's well, fucking stupid of her I mean, to say, but I haven't seen that abuse. But fair enough. Right. I mean, okay. No, for example, Garth Crooks. When Garth Crooks put, puts out his team of the week, yeah, he gets absolutely slighted for it. Yeah, not not by the official accounts of like Leeds, though. But regard, they, they didn't slag her off though. All they did was put they put ten. We won the lead by ten points, and we've only got broke because of COVID. That's all they put on there. There was no there was no slagging her off. There was no tagging her in it or anything like that. They just put that on there. They stated facts. Did they, they stated, put a photo on there? Yeah, they, no, they put the video on there of what she said because they'll just want to put it out there that she said this, and they would have done it. I think regardless if it was keen or anyone like that, it does happen. But because as and for for for, for people to say I'll oh, take it down, no, not at all. They, I mean, there's defending it, but I don't think I don't I don't think you should do it on. I don't think a social media account should be doing it. That's all. That's actually my opinion. Uh, okay. Um, okay. It feels like you play devil's advocate to play devil's advocate, but okay. Um, but yeah, uh, just going on with, with just moving on with the album now. I just want to say so we 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 need definite strengthening in in the summer, in, sorry, in January. Um, I could I've probably just be load signings and fucking Andy fucking Carroll and Kevin Nolan right at retirement to play for us, but. Um, <laughs> Kevin Nolan would be there, Mark Noble. Um, all the old West Ham lads will be there, but um, get, get, get yeah. Penny on the pitch so we can get some more goals. Oh no 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 no! He can't claim his training goals. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm trying to stay positive for them, and I, I I can't see it happening. I can't see us surviving now. Yes, people say, oh, you did it before, yeah, you did it in 2005, yeah. Well, it ain't gonna happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Accept it. Move on. It's it not impossible, happen. but you really need a big change. Nothing's going to happen. I, I, I will, I, I will say this now. Yeah, we will finish where we are now. Yeah. And, I, it and if we, and I'll tell you this: if we survive, if we survive, I will, I will, do, I will do something. I'll try and do something. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'll do something. <laughs> I will, I will, I will admit. That I was wrong. 
which never happens because I'm always it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> and I will publicly I will publicly state that I was I can't say the word because I'm not it but <laughs> I will do that I, I will say that and I will I will get it on the back of an album shirt I was wrong it's not going to happen though so I'm no, all you, right. you, you, know, you, you know what you need, you need, you need he'll finally he'll finally get his Bayern Munich tattoo <laughs> 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 you need to get Big Sam's t- face tattooed on your on your arm. What are you going to say something else, Dad? <laughs> no, but no. well, let's move. We, we move on from West Brom. We're we'll talking about Manchester United. So their two results over over the uh, the festive period. They started on Boxing Day with a, the early kickoff with a draw against Leicester. Rashford and Fernandez scoring bars and um, Twanzebe scoring for Leicester own goal, obviously for Twanzebe. I really like this game. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun, exciting game. Um, I, I won't lie, I was a little bit disappointed. We only drew. I thought we could have won, but results um, from uh, from other teams around us sort of meant we got away with the result. It, it's funny because you, you, you're kind of happy because Leicester are playing well; they're a good team, so you're happy to get a draw. But at the same time, when you take the lead twice, it's disappointing to only end up with a draw, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or bitching about it, but... No, no, no I agree. It, it makes sense. I completely agree. I mean, you look at it. I mean, Rashford scoring, um, I think he had a very good game. Um, mm. He did. As did the goal scored, but um, Bruno Fernandes, what do you want to say? Harvey Barnes' goal was, oh, it was lovely. Oh, it was a brilliant goal. He scored a similar one as well, didn't he? Um, yeah. In, in Leicester's uh, other match. Who did they play recently? I forgot already. I know, I know you comment that he did score. I mean, to me, he scored quite a few for us when he was at the Lonely mm. Albion. Um, oh, to have a play like him again. But yeah, um, but what I might say about Leicester though is Leicester they they didn't give up. They kept going. They uh, mm. they played well, made some good changes. Um, Perez coming off the bench did really well. Cross for um, Vardy to get their equaliser, but obviously for the second goal, hitting the legs of Twanzebe. It just shows that Man United, as good as they have been attacking once, there's still that fragility at the back. That's all that I think. Just there's just that little fragility. There's that 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 threat that they could concede. Yeah, they um, they they do need to do some better defence. But um, I will say, I think every team's been the same. Every team's been leaking goals. No one's defended, even Liverpool. And before this, before Van Dijk's injury, mm. um, everyone's been struggling defensively. I don't know if it's because defending's getting worse or attacking's getting better, or perhaps a bit of both. But Mm. Yeah, it's been an odd season uh, for that so far. Yeah, well, really well, one one good thing for you though is Cavani's proven to be a hell of a signing. Yeah, and he's got a nice little break now, so you know <laughs> he can come, come back for the Merseyside game uh, rested. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's also he's also got a back pocket back pocket. He's um, lost some money out of his say hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, We'll, t- we'll touch on that. So he did a celebration at Southampton. Uh, um, apparently, sparked. Is, is it is a racial thing? It's something uh, you put on Instagram. Apparently, yeah, I yeah. saw I, I saw the post, and apparently it, it was it triggered a massive reaction. And uh, but it took the FA this long to reach a verdict. Mm. 
I don't um, know if it did cause that much of a reaction. I, know, I didn't hear too much about it apart from the FA win, whinging about it, in all honesty. I heard some people were kind of yeah. concerned. I, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, I, I doubt he meant any you know, offence by it, but you know, it's just... I mean, I think we talked about it before, I think maybe privately with like the N-words and stuff. Like, It doesn't mm. matter who you are, you just those kind of words just shouldn't be mentioned anymore. No, I mean, he definitely should be punished. I don't, I feel for three games is a bit harsh. When yeah. You look at other, when you look at what other players have been um, handed, but it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I think that one thing I can compare it to is, when, remember when Nicholas Anelka did that celebration for the album when he mm-hmm. scored against West Ham? And everyone just thought, oh, that's just a celebration. Turned out it was Nazi reference. And he got banned, I think he got banned, I can't remember, he got banned for a few games. I think the same amount of games he got banned for, so maybe that is the precedent for it, maybe that is just a set Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he released, though? I'm pretty sure because of it. Uh, I think he just, because he was a sulky French prick, so, <laughs> end of. He's legend, what are you on about, mate? Sulky French prick. Then, uh, uh, actually, didn't something happen with Silver recently as well? Like Bernardo Silva. Is he, a salty like... French... is he a salty French prick as well? <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> Is he Spanish? I something to do with Mendy. He said something. I can't remember what it was. I, I don't know. But if he has, then I hope they deal with it. But I just want to say this, though. United could have won at the end, but what a fantastic save by Cashless Michael. Oof! Mm. Oh, Jesus. What a hand on that. He, um, he Rashford, <laughs> Rashford thought he scored. What a save. Straight. <laughs> Prime Peter Schmeichel says that was. Yeah, I was going to say, is Cash Schmeichel the best goalkeeper outside the so-called big six or big four? Possibly. Possibly. I can't think of anyone. I mean, I think maybe last season I would have said Henderson, but I, yeah, I, I, I guess he probably is. I can't think of anyone else. I mean, I mean Pat- Patricio's pretty decent. Oh, he's, he's decent, yeah, but he mm. wears number 11, so he shouldn't be counting in this mm. conversation. <laughs> Goalkeeper. I mean, I, mean, I, I think Dallow has been pretty great this season, actually. To be fair, the Newcastle goalkeeper. Dubravka. No, Dallow. 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 Sorry. Yeah. God, that's weird. I'll say something more posh than you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Martin, um, <laughs> Martinelli's been pretty good. You, you mean Martinez? Martin, Martinez. Martinez. Sorry, I always get it mixed up with that. With your bloody striker. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy <Actually>, Martins. <laughs> <laughs> Obafemi Martins, he's a good goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but after I've got that striker, Martinelli, and I always, always get yeah, names yeah. mixed up. I do apologise. Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to go through Pickford, Pickford shit. Um, Darlow's okay. Johnston's <laughs> been. Jo- Johnston, he's up there. The amount of saves he's made. Um, Leno, because Arsenal aren't a big team anymore. Uh, Guaita, I think he's been pretty good. Guaita, yeah, do you think he has a mistake? I mean, look at that mistake. It's top. Yeah, I mean, same with Leno, but no, no, no. I, I, I think I'd probably go. I'd probably go Schmeichel, Martinez, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'd go them two. Them, them two probably the yeah. best. Eight on the top four, or well, the big four, so to say. Um. But I think, I mean, I think a draw was very fair, though. I think Leicester, the way they persevered, I think they they warranted a point. Um, you know, it looked like they gave it all them all. But I just want to say this, though. This is just a stat. 
Bruno Fernandes has been involved in 31 of Man United's 60 goals scored this, in the Premier League since January, and he didn't play until February. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? And even, more, and even more so when you consider he's just a penalty merchant. Exactly. I was about to say that 30... Um, <laughs> I was going to say 29 of those... Um, uh, 29 of those involvements have been penalties. So... <laughs> But I, do, I think I think he was I think he deserved man of the match. He wasn't a great game boy, but I think he was I, I think he was the best player on that pitch um, for Man United. But just some stats before we move on: Man United were beaten in their last 14 away Premier League games. Um, Leicester have conceded 191 top-flight goals against Man United. Only Arsenal with 206 have, have, have they conceded more. And Marcus Rashford. He's the third youngest player to reach 50 goals behind Wayne Rooney and Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, wow. Great company. So, mm, incredible company. But then we move on to their, their second game, um, which they played on the 29th of December. 1 million against Wolves, live on Amazon Prime. Fergie time was back! It was. It was like the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> A lucky, a lucky last-minute winner. That's how you do it, lad. Six seconds. <laughs> apparently, apparently, there were six seconds left to play when he scored. Oh, my God. I mean, to be honest, I thought Man United, they played really well in this game again. But Wolves were just very frustrating. Yeah, they, they defended really well. Uh, we found it very hard to, to make any sort of real breakthrough, to be honest. Yeah, Wolves really missed um, Jimenez, I think. They, they, they miss a strike. I mean, like, um, they, they did, did they play up front? Did they play anywhere um, up front? Yeah, Sil- they, Silver's really uh, young. He's just far too young to play for them. Well, the it's not even that. It, they went with a false nine, so they had Vitinha was playing in that role. Um, so, that I mean, they had Traore, who... <laughs> that De Gea moment with Traore was brilliant. <laughs> when De Gea, tried, when De Gea fucking tried to run into Traore, it just didn't work. <laughs> I haven't seen that. It sounds amazing. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Neto, Neto. You might as well run into a brick wall if you're going to do that. But he's very, very inconsistent. Where He's been absolutely poor this season for Wolves. And I'm reading a lot of the Wolves things. They want him to go. They they, they, they want Traore to go. It's... It's kind of mental. I mean, hmm. Put him at that right wing, right wing back again because he seems to kind of have a bit more desire then. He can be on player. He can be unplayable on this day. But it's hmm. very, it, he's very, very inconsistent. I mean, this thing is like, he's got, he's got all this talent, but why has he played for Villa, Middlesbrough, and Wolves? Why is he not playing? Yeah, well, exactly. There's a reason why he's at exactly. those sort of clubs. There's a reason why. Even though he had all this talent, Barcelona let him go. Mm. So I mean, why is he not playing for? If he's that good, why is he not playing for a Chelsea or a or, or a, a Liverpool? Why did Liverpool sign Jota and not Traore? Exactly. I mean, things um, talent-wise, I think he's up there with mo- like the top players in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. I mean, he, he, on his days, I think he's very good. But it reminds me of like Sam Maximan, that sort of player. Ben Arthur on his day unplayable. Mm. It's very rare that they have say. those days. Yeah, see, say um, Ozil. Yeah, yeah. That's not a dig. That is, you know, on his day. Is, is it's unplayable. 
Um, but yeah, um, Wolves. I said Wolves just they were very resolute in their defence in uh, defensiveness. And they, you know, I thought they scored after twenty minutes. VAR got something right. It was offside, and also um, was it a handball against Cody? I can't remember now. In all honesty, I think it might have been. Ah, uh, no, it wasn't you. Stop being biased, Mister Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, the Wolves just kept them at bay, and then um, <laughs> with six seconds to go, Marcus Rashford scored. Um, United won four out of six games. Um, just three weeks after this crisis, talks about him getting sacked. Yeah, it's, uh... that's how it goes to them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we always say this: Ollie Porter was all out of his ass when he's against the, when he's backs against the wall. However, he's pulled four of them out, and we're now seriously talking about a Man United title challenge. Yeah, uh, I'm still <laughs> dubious that it is one. I think the table's flattering us a little bit at the moment, but we'll have to see if we can be consistent. I mean, you just got to take game at a time and, and try and keep winning, basically. Because I think Villa's going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. You got, I think the, the good thing is you've got a game under Liverpool. So if you win that, mm. you level up points to Liverpool. That, that's the thing. Assuming, <laughs> assuming both teams keep winning. True. But I'm just saying, because no, I'm just saying, if you've got your game in hand, that you've got you're three points off Liverpool now. You've got a mm. game in under Liverpool. You win that, you level up points to Liverpool. Well, yeah, but if we lose to Villa and whoever first, then mm-hmm. we're not. You've got it's assuming we still win, which is yeah, hopefully we do. I'm not trying to be negative, but you know these these gaming hands are only uh, useful if you keep on getting the right results. Mm. I get that. I mean, I'd, I'd be. I mean, you know, I I, I think it's. It's really weird to think that Man United are in a title challenger. Yeah, it's. I mean, at yeah, one time we were. You know, near where Arsenal are, right at the bottom, right at the foot of the table, as you say, there were there was talk about Ali going, and somehow we've turned it around, and yeah, got ourselves up to second in the table. Do you think you need to strengthen though in January? Yeah, I think defence needs to be bolstered, and I wouldn't mind another striker because Martial just doesn't seem at it. But at least you have Cavani. Exactly, Cavani is it for three games, but. Cavani oh. seems to do better as a substitute rather mm. than a starter. He seems to make more impact when he comes off the bench, or so mm. far he has anyway. Yeah. I mean, all of his goal involvements have been off the bench. Exactly, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I have to ask about Marcus Rashford, actually, because he, he seems to have a bit of a hot and cold season. I mean, obviously he's a fantastic guy, but it's, he, he's such fantastic talent, but it's just, I don't know. It seems to happen, and then it doesn't for him. Yeah, I think he's still been struggling with the odd niggles here, and now he's back, and I think someone's still got a shoulder problem or something. So, yeah, I think um, he does need to find a bit more consistency. But Yeah, that that, that shoulder problem is carrying the fucking um, <clears throat> walls on his shoulders. I mean, fucking, it says a lot when a footballer his age has to mm. do what the government should be doing. Mm. Regardless, but I'm just saying. I mean, you're looking at it. Yeah, Marcus Rashford is 23 years of age. He's played 157 league oh, games for Man United and scored fi- and scored 51 goals in 23. He's 23. That's crazy, isn't it? Oh, played. Yeah. Do, 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 do you want to make it even worse here? He's played 238 games for Man United by the age of 23. So that's just incredible. Some players don't get that in their entire careers. I mean, they, they don't. And also, you, you talk about you talk about being hot and cold. 
He's played 24 games in all competitions this season, scored 14 goals. Awful, awful. Mm. Uh, 10 games of that, uh, a goal. That's great. <laughs> great. I mean, look at, I mean no, and, no, and, also, no. and also, he's, played, he's only played 15 games a season, scored seven goals. That's, he, that, that's he, good. That's you, good. You know what I mean, though? Like, he, he's, he can do, he can be like, he can be world class, I think. That's, that's the not thing re- with him. Not really. I mean, you look at it, his highest goal scorer in tally in the league is 17. That was last season. I think he can do, I think he can do better though. I I, I think he's really been really fucking good and he's got all the talent in the world. He's not a striker. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's loads of world class wingers though. But that's the thing. He, he, yeah, it's it's he's a, he's a winger, not a striker. I mean, if he was a striker, then that goal that 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 goal percentage, mm, you could be thinking, oh, okay, could be a little bit better. But because he's a winger, he can get away with it a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, he's he's still fucking great. I, I just, hmm. I, I really hope that he continues to get better because he's he's so fucking good. I think. I mean, the way you described it, it's a bit like saying, "Oh, it'd be really good to sign Ben Take, but he wouldn't do much." <laughs> 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 oh, all right, okay, cool. Mate, you knew you knew that was getting on here. <laughs> no, no, I, I. I oh. <laughs> did, did you realise what you said when you sent it? I, I, I it's how did, I play talk. So I, was, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was genuinely like going. That's an oxymoron. If there was that's ever an oxymoron, that is an oxymoron. What I meant is that like, he would help you, but he wouldn't change it all around. That's all I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what you meant, sir. But that is what I meant. But that's not what came out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I, I was, I genuinely, yeah, I've been racking my brain for like the last twenty-four hours, thinking, what the fuck does he mean with that? That's what, actually what I meant. That's... <laughs> he doesn't know what he meant. He doesn't. Uh, but we, we we move on from the the, the glories of Man United to Arsenal. Hey. Arsenal on the to- on Boxing Day, running out three one winners against Chelsea. Um, it took them to the fifty sixth minute to score a goal in open play, but <laughs> <laughs> with a a, a a penalty from Lacazette. An absolute world-class free kick from Granit Xhaka and a cross from Bakaya Saka that went over Mendy's head. Um, a very useful <laughs> Arsenal team played very well. What a difference a week makes. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to say. I mean, yeah, I, I thought Arsenal played really well in this match. A lot better than yeah. you had been. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I was calling out for Emil Smith Rowe to, to come in, and I, I think he really made. I think he really made a difference, as did Martinelli and Saka. I mean, the energy was just mm. another level. You look, you look a lot more like scoring when Martinelli's on the pitch. He needs to start more. He needs to start more often. Yeah, I, I, and Saka too. I, I, I think, yeah, it's positive signs about bloody time. And you can, you can see, you can see why Arteta's been kind of doing what he was. I think he just really needed the players. And mm, no, surprise, surprise, William wasn't doing it for him. How? Um, sorry, I just how that hurt. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> I got cramped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, like you know, the, the fact that the William and Abamyang were not involved, and I mean, I said a very youthful team: Bellerin, Holding, Tierney. 
um, Smith Rowe, Martel Saka, all under the age of what, no, what twenty four and under, mm. all of those. And I mean, T- Al Nenya Xhaka played really well in that pivot in the midfield. Um, Smith Rowe, yeah, he played very well. Um, I tell you, player who impressed me was um, again Tierney. I think he played very well. Mm. Tierney, Tierney, and Saka, I, I think, have been. Like really consistent this season. I think they've been the only bright spots for quite a lot of it, and it's just finally good to see him getting some like a good amount of games after not being playing much last year or like in Scotland either. So, however, as good as Arsenal played, Chelsea were poor. Let, what has let, happened let, to Chelsea? Yeah. I mean, they've been I, awful. I think I genuinely think Frank has no plan B. They're, they're, they're missing a striker, though. They're missing a striker. They're missing a. Yeah, they're missing a striker. They spent millions on Werner. I know. Werner, Werner is a Rashford in that regard. He's a winger, not a not an out and out striker. You, you said this before, but I, I no. he has played striker before. In, in he has, he has, but for Leipzig, it was predominantly off the left. It I was, don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't it, know. No, Whenever it, I saw him, he was say striker. It was Paulson up front. Most of the time, it's Paulson up front as the striker, and Werner was just behind or on the left. Yeah. And also, let's be honest: the Bundesliga is not nowhere near as good as the Premier League in terms of quality. It's not because a lot of fans were genuinely worried when um, they bought both Havertz and um, Werner. Mm-hmm. They thought they were just going to tear the Premier League to sunder, and Chelsea would walk away with the league, but. They've been yeah. nowhere near that, have they? No, yes, it takes time to settle in. It does take time to settle into a new league and everything like that. And they are young, and they are, there is space to learn and to grow for them. But they are... I, I don't think the Lampard style of football plays to their strengths. It really doesn't. Um, I think Rhys James is very poor, again. Um, Kante just looks a shadow of the Kante two, three years ago. Um, Pulisic, where's that Pulisic gone from the end of last season? Who was tearing defenses up? He's gone. Mm. Um, mm. Why the hell would you not play your top scorer in Olivier? Yeah, why and the play- way they're playing actually plays to Giroud's strengths, and it does. he's not even he's not even starting him half the time. Well, the, the thing is, it says a lot that the next game that Giroud played, he scored. Mm. So, I mean, Chelsea just look. I mean. People are saying, oh, Chris Wilder should get sacked. I think Lampard. I think Lampard's in very serious trouble, especially with the fact that last season he had a buy because he, he, he couldn't buy any players and he had to rely on youth and mm. they got to an FA Cup final and finished fourth. Great achievement, great season. This season, he spent £230 million on improving that team and if anything, it's kind of got... What, what he's done is he's bought too many players, tried to make it into a team as quick as possible and it isn't working. It's it's, things, it's worked at times, but he is really there's something missing. All the pieces are not fitting together. He, he, the, the, as, as Carl said, the way they play, it really it, it suits Giroud. Yeah, it's the thing is, I mean, I mean, I think Giroud is better off the pit, off the bench more often than not. But I think he's, they really miss his movement. I, I mean, he scored four goals against Sevilla for Christ's sake. It was Sevilla, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, severe, but I mean, yes. I mean, I mean, he says a lot. The fact that he, he um, I mean, was he, was he even on the bench for Chelsea? 
He was. He, he was warming up, then he got told to sit back down. He, he, he was on the bench, and they brought on Jorginho, who, you know, yeah, um, who <laughs> missed the penalty. Hudson the Doy came on, and Havertz. And I tell you what, Hudson the Doy was their best player of the pitch when he came on. He looked very mm. sharp. Mm. You know what's really interesting, though? Because I was watching the match, and I was like, oh my God. Because Granit Xhaka, I mean, he was great in that game, but. He, when he was pressing, he was leaving a lot of space behind him. And if, if someone like Ziyech was there and he was he got in that hole, I think that could have been a real different game. They miss him. I yeah, I was going to say, they're aren't they? They're, they're missing Ziyech, aren't they? That, he, he's he's been their thing. best signing, I think, besides um, the goalkeeper. I think he had a poor game as well. I mean, I, 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 don't, know if, I don't know if he could have saved that goal kick, uh, that free kick, though. No, but I'm just saying that you look at it. His position for the th- let's be honest. Let, let's let, let, let's not be biased now. Was that third goal a chip or was it a cross? Most likely a cross. Yeah, yeah I'd say a cross. Mendy's position could have been a lot better. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't think he expected it to be a shot. True. I mean, in fairness, it was it was ahead of a shot slash cross. In fairness, I, I don't know how many would have saved that. Hmm. I mean, if he was just a little bit, little bit further back, I think he could have got it. But um, another if, one. If that... he was further back, then it would have been even easier to score, though. I'd argue. What, on his line. Yeah. Well, you know, because um, you because you, you'll be opening up more space. If you could chip a goalkeeper when he's on his line, yeah, you are a you, you are a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not saying chip him, but I'm saying like you know, you yeah. would be more just... space to shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You are. You have some weird analogies of football. Um, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> how, how, how is a goalkeeper on his line not covering more of the goal? Well, no, because when, when you come out to a player, you're closing down the space. Yeah, I get that, but you know, Saka was nowhere near the goal. Let's be honest; he was on the. It was near, nearly. It was near the edge of the box more than he was the goal. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's completely fair to blame the keeper keep for that one. No, 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 That's no, no, all no, I'm no. thinking. Oh, no, I agree. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying, Mendy, you are shit. I'm saying the position could have been a bit better. It could have, it could have seen that he was, he was going away from goal and probably think, oh, I'll just drop back a little bit and the defender could take care of it. But, um, yeah. Um, but we move on now to Brighton and Arsenal winning again. What's happening now? So I, I, I don't know if it's feeling. This was very lucky in my regard. You were very poor. I, I think it's a tale of two halves. I think the first half we were poor. I think the second half we were, we were, we were better. I, 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 I had this game and I had my fucking game up. God, just think about that 5 0 result. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, Lacazette scoring after 21 seconds after coming on. I got 21 seconds to go. Well, hey, um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I think it was a right change. Martinelli did look a bit tired, a bit jaded when he came off, and I think it was the right choice. Obviously, Saka cutting back and as a scoring bottom corner. Lacazette looks to f- find a little bit of form, a little bit of confidence. Cause it, it was, he, look, he looks that, more happy. And that was a strike. That was a strikers finish. That was yeah. a confident strikers finish. And yeah, I mean. It's weird because in the first half, like Brighton sat back very well. They they had the block on very good, and I think we we kind of made it a little bit difficult for ourselves. So I mean, El Nenny at some points was 
it was a little bit worrying to be honest because he's he's been usually quite consistent but mm. I don't know what he was thinking to be honest yeah no neither do I mean you look at it Arsenal they should be behind I mean McAllister should have scored uh, Jahanabach should have scored as well uh, very wasteful they're finishing I just said Arsenal did come out second half they did look better um, but they were just frustrated um, but you know, this is Arsenal's first back-to-back win since the opening, opening games of the season I mean, I probably could have guessed. <laughs> I mean, as you've gone to 13th of the table, you're nine points off fourth and nine points off 18th. And the best thing is you're 10 points off Man United. But it's like I said, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I remember, it's crazy, like, isn't it? Do you remember ages ago I said it isn't actually that impossible for us to get like sixth? It's really not, though. No, it isn't. Depends on the results around you. It's, it's, it's one is one really crazy season, but yeah, it's, it's good to see kind of Arsenal having a little bit of a change in form, and hopefully they can kind of keep it up. Mm. Would you have Would you have started Aubameyang over Lacazette? Uh, Which is obviously what Arteta did. Yeah, I mean, it's hindsight is twenty twenty. I, I can understand. I mean, I think Aubameyang has some decent moments. He probably should have scored mm. at least twice, and I think if he was on better form, he probably would have. Mm. I mean, Lacazette this, looks more informed at the moment. I'll say that. I was like, this, this is one lot just because Lacazette scored. No, just take, you know, how well they played against Chelsea, that team. Mm. Why, why break up a, a, a winning team that could comfortably be Chelsea? Um, but I do want to say, I do, I do want to praise the one player for, for Brighton for me, Basuma. Basuma looks like a hell of a, he looks like a hell of a what? player. What? Mm. How is he? How, why and how is he at Brighton? I don't think he will be for long. I mean, Arsenal been linked with him in the last couple of days. I mean, if Arsenal got him, I think it'd be a great signing. And another one that Arsenal been linked with as well, and I think this could happen, is Julian Brandt from Dortmund. He's not really playing for Dortmund and he wants to leave and Arsenal Dortmund have a... Basically, Arsenal just buy, buy all the Dortmund rejects. You, you, know, actually, you know actually who I would like, and this might surprise you. I, I kind ben of want to... no. <laughs> be, be, be a good signing, but they wouldn't help. Him, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see it coming. Oh, Jesus! No, nah, you know, um, I, I, I think like um, I think someone like Buendia could have been good for us, to be honest. Who? Um, Buendia, the Norwich player. Why? Why do you want players from Norwich? I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, this is just because I've been looking at the stats recently. But I think I don't know. I, I, in terms of realistic options and stuff that could actually improve the team, I think he potentially could be someone. There's a better one. If you, I mean, if you many better ones. No, 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 no. If you if you think about from championship, there's a, there is a better one. I think he's ready for the Premier League, and that's Brian Abuemo, who plays for Brentford. Oh, yeah, um, perfect name, yeah. Very, very, very good player. Um, mm. I'm shocked that no one came with him because everyone chased Ben Rama, but I'm shocked no one came with him as well because he's 24. He looks very good. Um, I, I, maybe the championship flatters him, maybe, but I, he's a very good player. Um, but I think Brand to be a very good choice though, for Arsenal. Um, Lever- from a Leverkusen man as well. But very good mm. footballer. Um, I mean, but, we have options, which is a good thing, I guess. Yeah, I um, I tell you another, I tell you another player who impressed me as well since coming into the Austin Mary pa- Pablo Mary as well. Um, I think he's done very well. 
Yeah, he, he, he's, he was a bit shaky to start with at the Chelsea game, but I, I think he started to settle in in the absence of Gabriel. And I, I think it's credit to him, but we haven't really missed Gabriel. Yeah, I think we have. I to think a degree, I, but not as much as I thought I thought we would. Because mm. Mary's been crap in the Europa League, I'll say that. We'll just start before we move on, though. Since the start of last season, Saka's registered 15 assists in all competitions for Arsenal, more than any other player for the club. And Lacazette has scored in each of his last three games for Arsenal in all competitions, having netted just once in his previous 12. So coming to a bit of form. And Brighton have just won, Brighton have won just one of their last 14 Premier League <clears> games, <throat> seven, and losing six. Talking about hot and cold, Lacazette's a very hot and cold striker, isn't he? He'll go through purple patches and then mm. won't score for ages. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely doesn't help when you're playing for Arsenal, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with this week and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that... I, I, I think I'm glad that people are finally playing for Arteta because I think it is showing some fruit at least. Yeah, it is. I mean, we'll just quickly just go through all the results. Villa, Villa winning 3-0 against Crystal Palace. Um, I watched this game on the BBC. Palace just look absolutely shocking. They were very poor. Fulham and Southampton, the 4-0-0 draw. And Man City winning 2-0 at Newcastle. And Everton winning 1-0 against Sheffield United, who are a joke. Um, and then Leeds beating Burnley. Brighton beating, uh, drawing 2-2 West Ham as well. This is all on Boxing Day of the 27th. The Wolves and uh, Tottenham playing a 1-1 draw. I was very happy until Roman Sy scored in the 86th minute. Um, <laughs> however, there is one big talk before we move on, though. Is There was two postponements over the Christmas period. Everton versus Man City postponed. And also Tottenham versus Fulham postponed. Obviously for coronavirus outbreaks for Fulham and for City. Sam Allardyce came out this week and said there should be a break in football. Do you believe we should have one? Um, it might make sense. There's been quite a few positive cases, isn't there? So um, may, was... maybe I don't know. But then you'll get a massive backlog of games because you got a World Cup and not a World Cup. The, the Euros were postponed to this year as well, weren't they? So I don't know. Which shouldn't be, which should not be playing. But um, I, I think with the with with the coronavirus, thing, I said, I, I said this that they should play at a neutral venue. So get them. I mean, I, the, I really think of the only place where I can see this happening in London, because London's probably the only city big enough to co- to to, mm. to uh, accommodate twenty Premier League teams. Have mm. them play. At, have them play at Wembley. It does mean that they are they are restricted to their hotels, but it's the only way I can see where they can keep playing and not have it suspended in a way. Yeah, I I think I'll be a, a bit of a logistical nightmare in some respects, though, because I mean you have to think about the families, the training. I well, mean... no, this, well, no, this is the thing that they the, the, if they if they go to they're going to have to sacrifice that. You, I mean, you look at it, look at. Um, I mean, tennis players now go to Australian Open. They're going to have to stay in their rooms for like 18 hours at a time. Yeah, it's just... I so, mean, yeah. They, it's they, a good they, idea. They, I think we need more than one venue, though. Why, why risk contaminating it if you have two venues? I'll just have one. Have it at Wembley. Wembley's big enough. Wembley's perfect. It's easy to get to. 
And it's and that's the thing. If you keep all of the teams there, keep it at one venue, at least then you know where that they are, and you can track it. You can trace it there. Not having playing it, not having going around each country where some people are in tier four, some teams are in tier three, and stuff like that. Have it at one venue. Mm, yeah, you make a good point. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be very difficult. That's all well, it is. Well, it's, it's not just Premier League. Sunderland have, had, Sunderland have had four games postponed because of coronavirus. Um, and now it's only now becoming mandatory for football league teams to, to test themselves. It wasn't mandatory. Now it is. That's daft. It should have been, it should have been mandatory all along. Mm. What is the world coming to? Jesus. But the, the, that's the thing. I think it's the only way I can see it working. It's they put them all in the neutral place, and they have to. They they know then if that if they break the rules, and that, that that's it. That if they break the rules again, they're fucked. And I think I think there should be tougher sanctions because yeah. I mean, how, how how the hell are they catching it when they're supposed to only go to the training ground and the house and the game? Exactly. What what, what it does make you wonder, doesn't it? Is Kyle Walker having another COVID sex party at his house? <laughs> he must pay, I think. Because <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if if he was. I don't know what some of these footballers are like. Exactly. This this, this is what's getting me. This is what's saying. One venue, one place. Keep it there and just have it. Just do, do it there. Or if we, if we're going to be more drastic, have the Midlands clubs play each other. Do like whoever finishes top out of that goes to like a playoff thing. Have Manchester have the um, northeast, northwest, London play each other. Do something like that. But it's not, it's not going to work. So, um, but I, I I I think there could be a break, but I don't think there will be. I think they should. Well, I mean, I, I think they should. But yeah. So now because the be. FA quite yeah, stubborn over these sort of things, aren't they? Because they're a bunch of old men. Exactly. Because of Christmas as well. I mean, that's a lot of games being played. I and mean, then with COVID, COVID combined, I don't know. I, I think it's it probably would be a good idea. Well, we 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 already know it's not going to happen. That's the thing. Hmm. But it, it should happen. It's going to be interesting to see if um, Fulham and City can actually play the next games because they're not. You know, they're coming up quick, aren't they? Uh, City, City. I think are because they've reported no COVID cases, so I think they can play again. Um, and I don't think that I, I'm not too sure anything's been said about Fulham, but um, yeah, I know City can because they've oh, had right. no cases. So, um, but Fulham, I'm not too sure. Well, we'll wait. For, we'll wait for Tony mm. Khan. <laughs> Old tone. Yeah. Um, so we now. I think that, that we'll move on now to our final, uh, our, our, our end of year awards. So I mean, these are prestigious. Um, everyone cares about them. Everyone's waiting, baiting breath. What we're going to say. So uh, we'll start with the best player of the year award. Now this is not just um, in the Premier League. This is all over the world. Um, you can have Pele for taking goals off children in the park if you want. Um, 
But no, we'll start with the best player, the best player of 2020. So Liam, we'll start with you. Who would you say is your best player of 2020? I mean, I think Benteke, but I don't think no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I said myself up. Um, I it's a good idea, player. but I, I don't think it adds much, Liam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm sorry, lads. I can be very boring. I think Lewandowski. I think he's. I mean, he. he, he <laughs> He's just phenomenal. I don't even know what else we can say about him. He's, he, I think he's by far the best player this season, to be honest. This year, actually. Excuse me. Mm. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to. Do, I'm, I can't disagree, but I'm trying to. Um, no, I mean Ronaldo had a very good year. Mm. Yeah, but um, another good year. Uh, Messi was a big baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been a good year for him, that's for sure. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna say a, a player probably. You probably. Disagree. I mean, Lewandowski probably is, but I'm gonna say Haaland. I think he's had a fantastic year for Dortmund and also for mm. um, Salzburg as well. I mean, 34 goals in 33 games, and God knows how many assists. Mm. And, he's pretty... played, and he's only 21 years of age, which is scary. Future Man United player, according to some newspapers. Oh God! I wasn't listening. We get linked with everybody. We were linked with him when he went there, so I wasn't paying any attention to that. No, hard link with Man United via the Daily Star. <laughs> <laughs> did you know he's a, did you know he's a Leeds fan? Yeah, because his dad played for Leeds. Yeah. I mean, hey, who knows? Strange things have have happened this year. Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus Christ! Harland at Leeds, but no, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say Harland, but. I can. That's I, good I, I, Lewandowski probably is it. Carl, I'd have to say Lewandowski. I mean, won the treble. He's got absolute hatful of goals. It's it's really hard to look past him, to be honest. But he's copying me again. I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Do, do, do you know what? Boo the boo, boo FIFA because they knew full well that Lewandowski was going to win the Ballon d'Or. Mm. But do you know? For the best, for the the best player of the year, the the official one. Do you know Messi didn't vote for Lewandowski at all? He voted for Barcelona players. Of course. <laughs> and do, do, do you know Ronaldo voted for Lewandowski? Really? Yeah. Oh, Re- Ronaldo Ronaldo Ronaldo's number one pick was Lewandowski, and he gave Lewandowski the award. And um, Ronaldo's supposed to be the prick one, and Messi's meant to be the nice one. Messi is an arrogant little bastard, though, isn't he? Mm. I mean, they're both perks. Ronaldo's <laughs> better. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> that's uh, not, no, no, that's not that star that again. <laughs> do, do you know what? No, you know what? That will be a podcast in its own. When they when they both retire, if well, that that be a podcast, who was better, Ronaldo or Messi? <laughs> and I'll be very short because I will cut you both off. I say Cristiano Ronaldo and leave. It was no, it, <laughs> it's it was it was Pele because he's claimed all their goals. <laughs> Oh, it's Pele plays in a Ronaldo skin suit. That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, he's, he's still playing in China to this day. I mean, he's absolutely incredible. <laughs> he scored three. Do you know what he's done in the last 10 seconds, guys? He scored 347 goals. There you go, then, you see. Mm. Wow. Uh, so we, we, we move on then to the Jesse Lingard Award of the worst player of the year. Oh, he's not a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, I got you. Uh, so, Carl, we'll stop you. Who has been the worst player of the year? 
I don't know. I don't like saying like someone's been the worst player of the year, to be honest. Wow, great fucking content, Carl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carl. I know. Be horrible. Oh, God. Be mean. Who <laughs> <laughs> has been be the worst? I don't, I honestly don't know. You abuse Liam all the time. You can abuse a footballer. <laughs> Someone else say, I need to think. Liam. Oh, <laughs> oh God's sake. Um, Meza Ozil. No, no, I can't even, he hasn't even fucking played. <laughs> no, no, you can, you can, no, you can say Meza Ozil. Uh, oh, fuck. No, you know what, Reese, you go. I, I, I... Oh. <laughs> Gareth Bale. <laughs> oh. Stop the pal- turn the podcast off. Right. Gareth Bale. <laughs> the man. Okay, yes, it's funny to see him bully Real Madrid. Yes? Spurs legend. No, it was hilarious. It was PCA legend. Yes. Okay, so carry on. So, yeah, he plays golf a lot. Gets a low move back to Tottenham. Everyone's thinking, oh, here we go. He's going to do really well for Tottenham. He's done fuck all. He has played... The games he's played, he's been shit. He he just looks a shadow of himself. He doesn't warrant getting paid 400 grand a fucking week. And that is my pick for worst player of the 80s for those reasons. He's an overpriced Welsh knobhead. (laughs) End of. Gareth Bale... It's the worst player this year. You know, actually, it's not bad. That's a pretty good shout. I mean, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna copy you, and I'm also gonna go for Spurs player. I'm gonna go for Delhi Fucking Ali. Fantastic! I didn't know that that was his full name. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well be. Oh, this this arrogant prick has been good for so long, and I fucking hated it. And I'm, I'm just glad now that he's in, uh, he's in the fucking mud. I don't. I, I basically what it is. I think Mourinho is basically about the fact saying you're not as actually good as you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like last season, he wasn't actually that good either. To be fair, but like this season, his career's gone off a fucking cliff. My word. Um, and the fact is, this is the fact that he could go to PSG if Pochettino gets a PSG job. Yeah, Deli Ali will be playing Champions League football for PSG. Oh my god! I forgot Pochettino's going there. Oh, it makes this makes so much sense now. But it, I mean, oh, oh, Deli Ali, yeah. If he was that such, if he was that good a play, he would be able to adapt to the Mourinho system. Yeah. Mm. Oh, is it is it arrogance? Is it lack of talent? Is it him being a ball bag? We don't know. I mean, I think it's definitely well, his personality to a certain extent. Mm. I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's been absolutely dog shit. So, yeah, he's good, I, he's I like... good to a certain extent, but he, I think he needs a certain system to kind of actually play well, though. I like that pick. I like that pick, Deli Ali. I like that. Thank you. Carl? Now Carl's going to fucking copy me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Deli Ali. It's just been <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, no, um, actually, I think it's... Um... Bruno Fernandes. No. <laughs> I'm going contra- to contradict myself. And I'm going to say the worst player is Robert Lewandowski. Just because I want <laughs> Rahul to listen to this and cry! <laughs> oh. Cry, Rahul! Cry! Oh, my God. 
Can't no, also. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Great. Um, I'm gonna go with Kepa. Uh, Chelsea got oh, Kepa. Oh, over seventy million paid for him, and he was so atrocious they had to buy a brand new goalkeeper to replace him this season. <laughs> All right, so we, we have to pick out of those three. Who is the worst player of the year? Is it Kepa, is it Gareth Bale, or is it Deli Alli? Oh, it has to be Kepa, doesn't Kepa. it, surely? I'm tempted Kepa. to go with Kepa, worst to be honest. in the history of the Premier League, and he cost almost 72. as much as Pepe. Jesus. I mean, because when yeah. Mendy came in, the, I know they're having a rough spell now, but he did show a lot of improvement, and he he, had, he kept a lot of clean sheets for a few games as well, didn't he? He's a good keeper, I think, to be fair. Great goalkeeper. So, mm. the the Madsen Munich Worst Player of the Year, the Jesse Lingard Award, doesn't go to Jesse Lingard. It goes to <laughs> Kepa Arisa Malaga. Well done, Kepa. Give him a clap, guys. Woo! All right, he, now he, we he'll clap himself. He doesn't know how to use his fucking hands. <laughs> what, what, what he'll do is he'll shout at Sarri to clap his hands for him. Um, so, he's trying to clap his hands, but a miss. <laughs> um, so, we'll turn on now to the best manager of the year. Um, I'm going to pick mine. My best manager of the year, it's it's going to be a boring one. Jurgen Klopp. Oh. Um, Jurgen Klopp, what he's done and that, with that Liverpool team to win the league by three million points by December, um, to win the Champions League the year before with them, to basically take a dominant season to a whole other level. I think he's done absolutely incredible. And the fact that they're, they're not being as dominant this season, but they still sit top of the win ugly this season, mm. um, speaks volumes of how good he is. And also, he's done it at Dortmund. He's done it at Mines as well. So, for me, my manager year is Jurgen Klopp. Carl? Uh, Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Fuck off. Come in. <laughs> he's turned best brother. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Big Sam Army Army's back. Hey, oh, hey. I don't understand what I've said. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna say fucking Unai Emery. <laughs> <laughs> no, just stop it. Who is it? No, the the boring answer would be to to copy Reese and say Klopp because he has done an absolutely fantastic job with Liverpool. Uh, but I, I, to be different, I'll say Dean Smith because although oh. Villa were lucky to escape relegation last last season, um, this, this season. This season, they, they've been brilliant. I mean, they're fifth in the league. They're only three points behind... Uh, is it three? Four points behind Man United in second place. Um, and they've got a game in hand because of the postponement. So, um, so I think it's a remarkable job in turning them around, to be honest. That's, oh, a, good that's a really good that's pick. And, um, you know, that last... That's the the um, deadline day signing of uh, on loan of... Um, Ross no, um, Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when. I remember. 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 Oh, I'm going to Photoshop Carl's head onto Niles Barkley. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. What um, an absolute, <laughs> you know what. I'm an absolute Liam. 
No, I like that. Can't go away with your rational thoughts. So yeah, Dean Smith. Jesus. Jurgen Club, Dean Smith. Who was yours, Liam? Uh, mine's a bit boring, but I'm surprised neither of you said him. So I'm going to go for Hansi Flick. Um, came in uh, at no. Bayern Munich. Right, right. Liam. Yeah. The title of this podcast is Banter Munich. It's not Praise Munich. It's Banter <laughs> Munich. Uh, I'm, doing, like I'm doing this for my boy Rahul. Rahul, I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, he's, he's been... I think he's been absolutely phenomenal. I can't say the bloody word. But, you know, they're in a bit of trouble. I mean, I think he's just changed things around. They seem like they're having fun. David Alaba suddenly has a... Well, he had a career at Bayern Munich. You know, it's just... Mm-hmm. Boateng was performing. And Liam. Liam. I think he's done an absolutely fantastic job, to be honest. You know, you know for a whole listen to this, he's going to absolutely slay it because he, he thinks David Alaba's shit past his prime and Boateng is shit. <laughs> gen- 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 genuinely believes that. And also, he told me this in confidence, so I'm going to tell you it now. Um, he, um, he did a pod... No, he didn't tell me this podcast. He, podcast. He, did, he did a podcast with the lead Bundesliga commentator from England and even he called him out on how much of a shit fan he is. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, yeah, he did. He caught because he said you, you're overly negative, and he is. But um, I, I, Hansi Flick has done a really good job. Alan, he's only said Alan is shit because he's he's not signed a new contract. Um, mm. But uh, so three good picks. Um, so Carl, come you. Who are you going to go for out of those three? Uh, I'm going to go um, with Liam's choice actually because they did have an, uh, an amazing season. Um, so it's, it's, I know Klopp won the Premier League with, with the ball, but I think you, know, you can't look past the treble. Again, have you missed the memo? It's called Banter Munich. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to sit with Klopp. I think he, what he did, what, what Liverpool did last season, um, and also what he's done this season with the players that are out has just mm. been incredible. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm gonna stick on my pick because I think he's, I think he's, you know, he's absolutely turned Munich around. And every every single person in that team looks like a world beater. I mean, I mean, what Goretzka looks like one of the best midfielders in the world, which I wouldn't have said before last season. I don't think. Man walks into the bit the best team in Germany and does well with the best team in Germany. <laughs> um, no, 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 that was, I, that was Pat. Yeah, oh, fuck Pep Guardiola. Uh, so no, um, yeah. So uh, Bayern Munich's best best manager of the year, Hansi Flick. Well done, Mister Flick. Flick the bee. Flick the bee. Flick the Jesus. Who? Okay, let's move on now to the best team of the year. Um, so Liam, we'll start with you. Who is the best team of the year for you? And if you say Bayern Munich, yeah, you were going <laughs> in the corner for thirty seconds. Oh, now I think of a new pick. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm joking. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. If we're going to the corner for 30 seconds, it's okay. No, oh. you can say bye, Munich. I will let you. I'm going to say West Bromwich Albion. Oh, will you fuck off? <laughs> 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 no. I, you just send me a giant. I, I think Big Sam is really going to turn it around for them. And I think, um, I'm I think the party's slack. coming home. Right, Liam, you're going to call for 30 seconds. <laughs> right, uh, buy Munich, buy Munich. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Basically for everything I just said in the last kind of... <laughs> uh, uh, Carl? 
Um, <clears throat> this is going to sound daft because I went with Hans Fleck, but I'm actually going to say it was ever pull for team of the season. Uh, well, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, I think... Carry on. Uh, yeah, I just he did reasonably well in um, Europe. Um, but yeah, they won the Premier League at an absolute canter, didn't they? Um, it was pretty much done and dusted before lockdown, that... wasn't it? It was done and dusted by Christmas, let's be honest. Mm. Mm. Uh, so they were so far ahead. Uh, City had no City were second. There's just no hope of catching them. No, they didn't. Um, see, mine uh, would have been uh, Sheffield United after last season, how mm. well and finishing ninth in the mm. Premier League in their first season back. Um, but I mean, this season just fucking ridiculous. But my team over the year, uh, it's Liverpool. Has to be Liverpool. Um, as Carl, uh, all the reasons Carl said, I mean, to win the league by, I mean, to just lose three games. Yeah, uh, amazing. Mm. Uh, to finish at 99 points, 80, not 90, not 80 points clear of City in second. Yeah, so unanimous team of the year is, um, yeah, Liverpool. So well, well done, Liverpool. Uh, now we get on to best manager. Okay, that's it. Okay. No, we've done that one. I was going to say, I thought we'd done that one. Worst team. So, the worst team of the year. Mm. Um, I'll start, if I may. Okay. West Bromwich Albion. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> worst, team, worst team of the year, Norwich. Mm. No. Nah. My points for Norwich. They, they're not good enough for the Premier League. And they're too good for the championship because I mean, you look at every time Norwich have come up, they've got they've, they've either stayed stayed up with the skin of their teeth or they've got relegated, yeah. And every time in the championship, they get promoted. So I mean, they're just that, that, that's why they're the worst team because they're just pointless. pointless they're, pod- they're a fucking yo-yo. It, it's not even, no, that's that's unfair to yo-yos because at least yo-yos are fun. Um. I've, I've never watched a Norwich game and thought, oh, yes, yes. They played really well. The only, and I tell you, the only game I saw them play well was Man City. And after the, after they beat Man City, they did nothing. They've got everyone saying, oh, Team Pookie, oh, he's going to be great. Team Pookie is an overrated piece of shit <laughs> who can only score goals at the Championship. If he was that good, it would still be at Celtic. Scoring goals for them, but no, it didn't happen. Um... I just think they're absolutely pointless, and their manager says like one of the pigs from Shrek. So that that he does listen to him talk, and then watch the pigs from Shrek, and you understand what I'm coming from. So my worst team of the year is Norwich because they're pointless. Liam, <laughs> wow, Jesus, um, <laughs> where, where do I fucking go from there? Um, Tottenham. <laughs> You know what? I was thinking about this earlier, so but I, I, I can't say Tottenham. He, <laughs> no, there's no way Tottenham are the worst team. No, we, exactly. I, I, our Lord and Saviour plays for them. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, best player. We missed him, lads. What, what the fuck are we doing? No, 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 no. He's our most improved player. <laughs> oh, OK. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Leicester. Worst team of the year, Leicester. 
I, I mean, I, I'm just trying to be different, lads. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm intrigued. I think they, they had a really good start for the year. And then they really bottled the fourth finish. You know, finished for fourth place. And then I think ever since then, they've had some good moments. And they look like a good team, but they just haven't been getting the results. And I think they could be doing a lot better. That's an interesting shout, that is. Because I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, they, they should have finished fourth, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a bit... Uh, 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 it's a bit of a shit shout, but I mean, <laughs> no, it's 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 a, it's a different one. There's a point. That, I mean, I, I, I was going to say I was going to say Portugal second team, but I thought no. Nah. <laughs> what that the actual Portuguese national team or Wolves? Which one? Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Leicester's Le- a good. I, I see where you're coming from. It's left feet. Which things? I fucking love Leicester, but my God. No, no one likes Leicester. Carl. Oh, okay. Um, um, I'm not too sure because, like you, for best, I, I'd like to say Sheffield United for worst, but they were can't overlook the fact they were really good for most of last season. So it would that would seem harsh. Um, Actually, it would but no, but it would no, you can't change. But it would be fair. I want to change mine, but. No. Uh, 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 yeah, I'd uh, kind of agree with you, Reese, with uh, Nor- Norwich, to be honest. They were, they were god-awful. Mm. Liam, you c- okay, I'll let you state your claim for another team. All right, and all right, this is going to fucking kill me. I have to say Arsenal. Oh, go away! No, you no, won no, no, the no, FA- no, no, you won the, no, don't do this. You won the FA Cup. Stop it. I'm, Stop I'm it now. Why? I'm going to explain No, you won the... No, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I, no, I, you can't. No, no, no. Right. I'm, I'm no it's Risa, not for the yeah. reason you think. No, yeah. I've, held, I've held this in for ages regarding Arsenal fans. You won the FA Cup. This is this year has not been a write-off. You won a trophy. No, no, no. Hang on. This doesn't apply. I, I've, been, I've been relentlessly positive about Arteta since the beginning. This is not about Arteta, and this is not about the last few weeks. This is about the fucking 55 redundancies and the bloody wage cuts when we said that we would keep them. It's about, lo- it's about going out to Olympiacos. It's about the fucking mismanagement all over the fucking club. We don't know what we're doing at board level. The, we spent a lot of money. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it's left a really bad taste in my mouth. And then this season, I think we kind of got what we deserved to a certain extent, even though I think we are on the way up. If it was worse run club, I'd give it you in a heartbeat. Mm. But this is this is on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I completely, I completely see where you're coming from, where, regarding how your team is managed by the board and Cronky. It's bollocks. However, we're going to do that. We can make, make Carl can say a fucking Edward Wood and make <laughs> like, and I can oh, say, yeah. and I, and I can say Gaichi and Loy because he has no idea what he's doing. The album. I, I mean. Can, we, I, we can yeah. we can all say for ourselves. I mean, you can say if we're going to go, you can say Mike Ashley at Newcastle for I mean, um, keeping. I, I, I fucking love my club. It's just I I, I think it's something I, I I kind of have to say, you know. I agree, but it's the club that makes that decision, though. That's the thing. I mean, that that club decides to put those players on that, that put fucking players on stupid contracts that they can't keep cashing. And it, unfortunately, it's going to mm. be little guys that miss out on it. I mean, let, let's be honest. What's more expendable? One man at three hundred fifty grand a week. Or lots of other people on whose wages altogether are more than his. That that, that that's the thing. 
and it's wrong. And we had a, we we had a we, we did a podcast about it where we fucking ripped into Arsenal for what they did. However, this is purely from a footballing standpoint, mm. and that's why. And I I I can see where you're coming from. I really can, and I agree with you that Arsenal are a shit run club. But so <laughs> there are a lot of clubs that have run shit. Yeah, um, it, it's just morally these are bad things. Yeah, now, that's all. no, I I, I, get, I can see where you're coming from, but. And it hurts me because I fucking love this club. But I mean, your fans are fucking a joke as well. But you know, yeah. um, <laughs> also, also fan TV. Enough said. Oh, don't remind me. I love the fact that that that, that is a brand who prides itself on Arsenal on its downfall. Um, I mean, I was I I was there when they did their West when we beat you at the Hawthorns. I was there, and. Uh, we saw where they were all gathered so we went over to have a look and the amount of negativity there and also a lot of it was took out because a lot of it was fucking bad yeah I, I mean yeah it's, it's I, fucking awful I stood there and I watched them I just went you call yourself football fans if, if I wasn't an Arsenal fan I would absolutely hate Arsenal I mean to my second team is Arsenal that's the thing my second team is Arsenal that's the thing because Arsenal got me in love with football that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But worst team of the year, so it's two to one, it's Norwich. Norwich are the yes. worst team of the year. Um, and our final award, because the overrated can be put into the best player. And no, no, worst player can't. No, no, can't, no, two more awards. Most improved player. Actually, no, no, no. We'll finish on the positive. So most overrated player. Um, <laughs> most overrated. Um... I'll go with this one. Eden Hazard. Ooh. Damn. So, Eden Hazard was world beater for Chelsea. One of the best players in the world. A joy to watch. Yeah? Mm. Goes to Real Madrid for, what, £130 million? £130 million. He turned up overweight, unfit, and he's played 20 games for Real Madrid since 2019. Scored two goals. Christ, that's awful, isn't it? Yes, he's had some injuries, yes. But for 130 million quid, you would expect more from him. It's the more than that, that, actually. Yeah, I think he's, in the end, he's come up to like 200 million, I think. Is it 200 million euros? Yeah, but no, there's, there's been like, there's extra like, like, well, no, no, hidden in there, which means, it means there's a lot more in me, I'd say. I've got it. It's, it could rise to 146.1 million due to, uh, due to fees. But oh, it's not even that. Okay. No, but he's on that. He's on four hundred grand a week. Not four hundred. Not four hundred thousand euros. Four hundred thousand pounds a week. Bloody hell! Um, <laughs> he's the most expensive player in history. He's got. Um, he didn't have a number in his jersey, but then he's got the number seven, which has been worn by Raúl, Cristiano Ronaldo, to name a few. And everything you know, we go Hazard's coming. He's going to replace Ronaldo. We've finally got, we've finally got this player to replace Ronaldo. No. He's been absolutely shite. Yes, he has injuries. Yes, his ankles have been poor, but he's just before then, he was nothing. So, my most overrated player is Eden Hazard. One of you two. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, uh... Carl, Carl, what about you? Okay, I'm going to 
go, uh, might be slightly controversial, I don't know. I'm going to go with Kai Havertz. Um, he's supposed to be this world-beaten midfielder, and I just haven't seen it since he signed for Chelsea for a hell of a lot of money. And he's just done nothing so far. I know, I know it can take a while to um, adjust to a new league, especially when you're young, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, people were saying he's going to be better than Bruno Fernandes and Bruno Fernandes first game looked like he played for Man United all his life. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go with Kai Havertz. I I might be proved wrong. I might be proved wrong in the long run, but for now. Mm. Mm. Liam? This is going to be slightly controversial. Um, my most overrated player is Mesut Ozil. And I'll nope. tell you why. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Mesut Ozil is the CM Punk of Arsenal Football Club. Whoa! He used to be good. He doesn't fucking play anymore. And whenever something goes wrong, people always just, oh, Mesut Ozil this, Mesut Ozil that. I've been watching Mesut Ozil for, what, five years? Ever since he came to this club? He's had two good seasons, and the last three have been fucking horrendous. I never want to see Meza Ozil in a football club again. I never, want, I never want to see him in the Arsenal shirt again, excuse me. I'm fucking done with him. Everything, everything he theoretically adds to the team, he doesn't. So I, I, I just I want, him to, I want to see him gone, and yeah. I mean, it sounds like a really painful breakup. <laughs> I'm done with him. I don't want to see him again. What did he? Did he? What did he do to you? <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you after. No, no, we don't. No, no, no. We no, no, no. We don't know. Um. Right. So three good picks: Havertz, Hazard, and Özil. Mm, Why I'm not going to go Havertz is because Havertz is 23, and he has. He has time to grow and hopefully time to adapt to the Premier League. And there's a lot of potential there. And he could be 21. He's 21 years of age, sorry. And there is room to grow there for him. Um, Ozil and Hazard. That's the thing. I'm going to go with Hazard, purely for the fact of how much he costs and what he's done. Very little. So I'm going to sit with my picks. I'm going to go with... um, Eden Hazard. And also the fact he's 29. It's not like he's 25 and you get into his prime. He's 29. He's past his prime in the way. So that's mine. That's mine. Hazard. Liam, you're going to sit with Ursula then I take it because he, he did you dirty. I mean, I, I, I think uh, I, I just wanted to choose something different. So I, I think I am actually going to go for Eden Hazard. Um, oh! Because he, he is a worse version than Ursula, as bad as, as Ursula is. I think Hazard has been so much worse, which is saying something. Carl? Uh, I'm going to go with Hazard as well. You, you make a really good um, yeah. point that, you know, all that money. And to be that expensive uh, and to show up to your new job, new club, overweight and unfit, I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's Carlos Tevez, Carlos Tevez levels, that's what it is. Uh, no, it is fine. It, it, it's bad. So no, no. I, I so uh, most overrated player. Yeah, overrated player in the world is uh, Eden Hazard. 
not worst player because I think Bale is worse than Hazard, uh, but close. Now we we want the positive one. So the most improved player. So who's a player that you've seen that's uh, you think's improved the most? Um, oh God, I'm I'm torn between mine. Uh, because I think there's a couple of them that a couple of players that I thought were, were not that good and have actually turned into really, really good players. Um, but I'm going to do a West Bromwich Albion one, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm going to praise. I'm going to praise West Bromwich Albion. Sam Johnston. Bloody hell! I I know I know against Tottenham. Turned the corner. I, I said at Tottenham. <laughs> I wanted him out the club. I said it wasn't good enough. The man has proved it wrong time and time again. City game, the saves he made, incredible. Liverpool, incredible. Um, Les Lee didn't help him because, you know, we they just he couldn't get anywhere near the, the shots that they took. That was, that was just that good. Alioski's goal. Um, but he's been our best player. It was I was going to say semi Jolly because, you know, say, I, I do like semi Jolly. I think he... he He's yeah, very very good player. And he's come on leaps and bounds since he played for Rotherham and so on. Um, but no, Sam Johnston. I think he's proven that he does he does belong at the Premier League. He's a very good goalkeeper. And I am I am you know what? I'm going to say the thing I never thought I'd say. I was wrong. Bloody <gasps> yeah. right. Just <laughs> save this. Save this. That's just horrible. No, Sam Johnston for me is most improved player. Do you know what? Should we keep this to our football clubs? This award. Good if you want. Because yeah. I'm, I'm sure to think of any other players outside. I mean, yeah, granted uh, you can take Goretzka and so on, but but I no, I think let's keep it to our clubs. So Liam, who is Arsenal's most improved player? Oh, well, sadly, he's actually not at a club anymore. But I, I, I probably would have said Emmy Martinez. Um, if it has to be someone from a club. I'd no, no, no. Say... He, he, he was at Arsenal he was. In this year. So, yeah. It's between him and, and Bukayo Saka. But I think Martinez edges it because he... Mm-hmm. When Martinez was playing for us before, he was absolutely awful. I, I, I remember the 7-5 win against Reading. <laughs> my game. What went? What was you and Cockerlan through their shirts in the crowd? And they didn't realise. Fee Walcott hat trick. Howlers bounds. My God. But hey, Walcott was good then. He, he well, occasionally. No, he wants. <laughs> let's, let, let, let's be honest. If Walcott, the whole that whole year thing that Saga was easily going to sign his contract. That's all now. Yeah. And but that's yeah, no, no, no. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think Emmy Martinez has been absolutely phenomenal. I, I think oh, I, I miss him so much. He he was just perfect at everything he did when he was playing for us. And it was just I, so I was surprised. I was surprised it didn't convince him to stay. I really wish you did because I, I I was never con- convinced by um. If they'd have made Leonard. him number one goalkeeper, I think he would have stayed. He even said that, they didn't he? He even said that he, he had to leave for his international aspirations mm. and also for himself. I mean, 27. Mm. He's 27? 27 is still young for a goalkeeper. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, for me, looking at hindsight, I think he should have been number one this season for Arsenal. I mean, hindsight is 2020, but yeah, I agree. But I, then again, I do think you could have just said to Leno, like, I think it would have been harsh on Leno, but mm. at the I same mean, time... 
Yeah. It's very good. It's the problem with having two very good goalkeepers. I mean, look, Man United have got it right now in a way with Henderson and, and De Gea. Mm. Um, you look at it, national teams had it for eight years. I mean, look at look at the look at Spain when they had Casillas and Valdez. <clears throat> mm. um, but look at Brazil now, Edison or Allison. Look at Germany now; they have Neuer and Stegen, and then Leno. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. I mean, look, it, it's it's the it's the thing about good goalkeepers. But no, I, th- I think Martinez. I think he's again. This is going to be horrible to say, but I think Martinez has been a really integral part of that Villa, Villa um, revival sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, th- I think I think he's been a fantastic boy for them and a good goalkeeper. I think he could have done a job for Arsenal. But um, Carl, your one for Man United? Yeah, I've got I've got two. Uh, I don't know if you can uh, humour me for for yeah. Um, is, it, is it VAR and is it the penalty spot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a close run thing between Fred and Matic for me. Uh, both had very poor seasons a while back. Fred really struggled. And then last season, especially after lockdown, both both played out of their skins and were really big reasons, as well as Bruno, why we managed to finish top four in the end. Um, perhaps I'll perhaps I'll perhaps I'll just nudge with Fr- ahead with Fred because I really thought um, he was hopeless to start off with, but he, he like like with Johnson he proved he proved me wrong and he played some exceptional stuff to help us get um, third in the end last season. So so yeah, I, I'll say Fred. I'm shocked that McTominay wasn't named. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. he's one I could have. He's one I could have gone with. But I've always, I've always liked him. So I went with someone that I really, I really thought wasn't cutting the mustard. Mm. Um, no, no, I, I think very three very good choices. Um, mm. I don't think we should vote on this one because this is our mm. personal ones who we think. So for me, Albin's most improved player is Sam Johnston. Yours is Fred. Liam's is um, uh, I forgot Martinez. Yeah. So mm. yeah, um, three very good picks, and I think that's a nice way to end 2020. It's been an absolutely shit year um, for mm. everybody. Um, here's to. Uh, you both hope we have a fantastic 2021. I hope we can eventually meet up and see each other. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. Amen. Carl, yeah. You could see how weird Liam walks. I'd, I'd be uh, scared. I'd have to wear <laughs> steel underwear with a lot. What is this with me and my walk? My God. Ask Assad. That's all I'm going to say is ask Assad. And he'll tell you the same thing. I, I, I don't get it, but yeah, all right. Um, but no, um, I hope you two have a fantastic new year. It's oh, been a pleasure wait, 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 to yeah. Should we do the. Um... Likewise. Should you do the bold prediction? Oh, um, shit, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, really sorry, Liam, yeah, bold picks. So, so what's our bold pick? No, 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 sorry, it's me, I forgot, I forgot completely, sorry, Liam. Um, okay. You forget me all the time, it's fine. It's, it's, it's my choice. Um, <laughs> so, um, so what, so we'll start, because you said it, what, what is that topic, though? So my, so yeah, the topic is bold predictions for next year slash this season. I'm going to start it off with my build prediction that I don't think City are going to get top four. Ooh. Ooh, that is bold. That's a saucy mm. topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. No, I, 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 I like it. Because, 
Yeah, I've had this conversation with my, with a uh, friend of the podcast, Uncle Michael, and that's the worst moment. That's the worst moment of 2020. That bad, to, bad to Munich icon, Michael oh. Saunders. I'm so sorry for him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I said I don't think City will get top four, and he laughed me out of it, saying, no, no, Pep's going to turn them around. But, you know, they've done well the last couple of games. But, yeah, I... I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good shout, to be honest. I mean, like we we, we need to we need to. Some, how's that attack not working? It's kind of incredible. Mm. No, I agree I with mean, you. I agree with you completely. And how how much of a waste of money was Ake? Yeah, I don't think he's hardly played. Yeah, no, the I fact mean, that, John that, Stones has been incredible in fairness. But well, listen, they, they bought Ake for forty odd million quid. They spent sixty million pounds on Diaz. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I think that's a good shout, um, Cole. <laughs> Right, this is going to be extremely bold, so don't laugh. I'm going to say, if City are going to get top four, I'm going to say Aston Villa are going to get top four. And that is the end oh. of Carl Pierce's reign run <laughs> on the Man to Win podcast. Uh, we wish him well. I forgot, I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> um, we, we wish him well in his future endeavours um, and also his obituary we were written to his mum and dad after I throttled him to death. Don't <laughs> oh, what you're laughing at, boy. It's coming true. I have a I sword. Bet, I better change. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I can see it. It's really yeah. fucking irritating. I, I I thought about that as well. To be fair, I mean, also I mean they've got an excellent goalkeeper now, so anything's possible. Mm. I'm Grealish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Barkley. I mean, they've two games in the hands on the champions, and they're in fifth place. Mm, exactly. Do you want to hear my bold one? Yeah. West Brom to stay up. Fuck off. <laughs> um, no. No. They're champions. Um, no. Man United, to be, Man United to be Premier League champions at the end of the year. Ooh, that is bold. Ooh. Even, even I wasn't dare say that. I, I, if they keep this run going, I genuinely, I think it can happen. However, another one I have because I'm, I'm having two because I, 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 I am the dictator. Um, England to win Euro 2021 as well. Right, race is insane. Race oh. has lost <laughs> the plot. Yeah, no, that, 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 I mean, you said bold. Does that have to be true? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Man Ma- United. Bold, not insane, race. And, and, and you, you know who's going to score the, the winning goal? Who? Oh. Jesse Lingard. <laughs> it's coming. Why has Reese gone pause? Sorry, my fucking my phone decided to ring. Oh, um, no, it's so emotional. Right, let, let's just. All right, so no, no, my 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 bold picks are Man United to win the league and for England to win Euro twenty twenty one. Okay. I I know it's not going to happen, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if Man United continue this form and Oli stays at the wheel, Ollie's at the wheel. Yeah, I, I, I see it happening. So, I mean, because I've had two, do you want to have another one? I can't think of any. And 
I need to leave the podcast very quickly if you get my drift. So, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Carl's old. No points. Uh, no. Um, it's been a pleasure, as I said, this, to do this podcast with this year. Um, here's some many more years to do. And I hope you have a fantastic new year, wherever you're listening from. And, uh, let's hope we can all get through 2021 together. Um, stay inside. Don't be a dick. Don't fucking lick people in the eyes. <laughs> Because the more, the more you follow them, the quicker we will be able to get back to normal life that we had before this. So, yeah. Um, yes, well said. Yeah, mm. so thank you so much for this year. And um, plugs, uh, you can follow Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, where you get your podcasts from. You can follow me on Twitter, Arsenal's 95. Um, do you want to do them all just so you can go quickly? Yes, thanks. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Um, you can find Carl at uh, at Brazzers and you can find Liam at Harper Milo. Boys, it's been a pleasure as always. Have a, have a great new year and goodbye.